ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is yeah, Stupefied Steve. <laughs> uh, just because of what just happened with us, we'll explain after you know we yeah. get through this. Uh, joining me as my co-host is Delicious Dwayne Davis. Hey, everybody. And uh, this is actually the second time in the past three minutes we've hit record. The first time, for some reason, Dwayne disappeared. Yeah. yeah, it just everything just shut off. I hit okay to and just gone so i don't know yeah so that's why i'm stupefied i have no idea <laughs> what happened there oh but amongst other confusing things we have some more more questions for some wrestling things going on right now yeah because there's been some things that have come up uh i know you sent me two texts today and mm-hmm. uh and i actually feel bad because we haven't really we've been I don't. I wouldn't say we've been neglecting AEW, but it's just once again all the the bigger news is coming out of WWE. Yeah, the only th- really the only thing coming out of AEW right now is, uh, I mean, the Bucks and Kenny Omega are still persona non grata. They're not even mentioned on television or <laughs> anything like that. Of course, they're still suspended, as far as I know. They made and Tony then, mad. Yeah. And then there was a, I think it was a week or so ago, there was a backstage altercation between Andrade and Sammy Guevara. Oh, Uh, Oh, there was because they've made that public. Yeah, and there's some, uh, some people are speculating that Andrade is trying to get out of his, get fired from his contract so he can go back to WWE, especially since him and Charlotte are married and Charlotte's supposed to be coming back to television soon. So... I think Charlotte's going to come back to TV soon, and that's going to be Bianca's next feud will be against Charlotte. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. I don't see Andrade trying to get himself fired. I just think Sammy Guevara is an annoying little... Something. Family-friendly. Uh, and <laughs> and Andrade wasn't having it. So you think he'd stop. you think Sammy Guevara would stop. You already had the issue with, with uh, Eddie Kingston. Yep. Which you're not going to win that. You're not going to win with Andrade. It's like, dude, just keep your mouth shut and shut up. And it seems like the one thing he doesn't understand what he said about Eddie Kingston, that's like a major faux pas in wrestling anyway. Yeah. Is, yeah. You don't, it's, it's not even like body shaming. It's you don't call somebody, your opponent fat. Exactly. During a promo. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't touch on fat. You don't touch on age. Yeah, uh, there's a couple other things you don't because you're weakening them, which makes yeah. it look like you beat either you beat somebody who you consider to be weak or somebody weak beat you. you exactly. Don't, you don't and either do way. It's either way. It doesn't do any any good for either of you. Exactly. And, you know, so now he's starting something with Andrade and Andrade, who left WWE because he was having some. You know, not I don't want to say personality conflicts, but he was not getting pushed. No, you know, he wasn't the way getting pushed. He yeah. Been. Um, but I mean, I think he probably gets along with Triple H. I haven't heard yeah. anything to the contrary. I hadn't either. I mean, Triple H was the one who recruited him anyway, out of uh, from uh, New Japan. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, because he's a, a former uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Intercontinental <laughs> Champion. Oh, well. yeah. So he's proven mm-hmm. you know he's a proven commodity and uh so but besides that i mean really there's not been a the news coming out of aw 
has just not been as boisterous, I guess, as the stuff coming out of WWE. No, other than the the Hangman Page promo, which yeah. was fantastic. Anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, please go check out the promo from last week by Hangman Page because it was, my opinion, one of the top five best promos all year in wrestling from all the promos I've heard, and it was absolutely the best promo Hangman Page has ever done. And if you really want to find a quick link to it, go to Dwayland's Twitter at fat underscore daddy 73, because I know you've posted it. I did. It is right yep. there. That is, <laughs> that is part of our contact and listening info. I'm going to do a little, a little out of order now. Ooh, <laughs> but if you want to email us, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Instagram also at armchairbookingpodcast. Find the podcast account at booking armchair, but you can find Dwayland's, his Twitter account is fat underscore daddy 73. You can find us on YouTube for the video platforms for audio platforms. You can find us at just about any audio platform there is. If we're not there, let one of us know, let both of us know, let somebody know. And so we do whatever we can to get ourselves added. You can find our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast, which I have some merch that's on the way right now. Yeah. Some of our merch. Yep. Um, Mentioned a couple weeks ago that I had not ordered anything of our own for a while. So mm-hmm. got a coffee mug, got a uh, got a hoodie, and got two long sleeve t-shirts coming in. Cool. Yep. So, uh, but there's all sorts of good stuff you can get there. Um, and I, I, I told I'd actually forgotten about it because I had not really looked at the site in a while. I just remembered all of it, and it just made me sad that the Tumblr is no longer available. Hopefully, they'll bring it back one one day because yeah. it's a, it's a it's a nice Tumblr. I'm not gonna <laughs> like it. I already have one. I, I've lost it, but I have one already. <laughs> Your um, dog took it. Uh, she might have because she already chewed up the lid on it because yeah. apparently she could smell that coffee and just <laughs> and start, she started chewing on it. You know, um, that was actually the reason I wanted to get another one because I really I wanted a new lid. I was like, you know, I might as well get myself a new tongue. What do you mean you don't have it anymore? You know, so. <laughs> uh, but um, as far as one of his other social media, you can find him also at Big and Fat on youtube and on tiktok mm-hmm. our podcast also has a tiktok channel which is that armchair a booking and you can find my other podcast the cubicle chat you just do any kind of search you can find it there is no video mm-hmm. platform but there is audio platform and facebook yep. same thing and i believe that's it i believe so i think you got everything yep yep uh, i do want to give a shout out to ted the hillbilly hill because absolutely he's man his new episode dropped um i knew there was something missing and I, he didn't do one week before because he he had been a uh, bit, which we we definitely get that busy, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, definitely. Um, but his recent episode is a little different. He's talking about heel turns in movies. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, but he has a couple of guests on there from Ireland because that's, they actually do wrestling and they also do other. Um, oh, like, okay. Yeah, so they, but they were talking about heel. It was pretty, I mean, he found a way to connect it to wrestling because Ted's a genius like that. Yeah. Uh, I also want to mention wrestling with the truth because Ted's the heel truth. Then you have wrestling with the truth mm-hmm. out of Nova Scotia, Canada. Those guys are super awesome. We need to figure out some way to collaborate with them at some point. Um, yeah. Even if it's not on one of our normal recording days, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the first time we've done that. <laughs> <laughs> so, because we have recorded, I think every day of the week. At uh, some I believe point. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because when we recorded with our, our friend, big fat, Mm-hmm. So you have big and fat, then you have big fat. Uh, we did that on a Sunday. Yeah. And we interviewed Roger Ruffin on a Saturday. Yeah. And of course, everybody, of course, we know Mondays and Thursdays. And 
You know, we've had we've hit every every other day too. So yeah. we are very flexible when it comes to that. You know, we try to fit around everybody's schedule. Speaking of interviews, hopefully uh, I have sent baby doll Nicola Roberts the perfect ten. I have sent her a message because she said she would uh, she'd be more than happy to come on the show. Awesome. Uh, yep, she has not responded yet to the message, but I'm gonna give it time. If not, I'm, I'm gonna start harassing her. <laughs> but, but you know, that's a joke, people. Don't you know? Don't call the cops. No. Yeah. Um, but she, I actually met her this past Saturday. I have a picture of it loaded up on Twitter at Booking Armchair. You can go see the picture of me and my son with her. Uh, she was nice as can be. Cool. Um, and I finally got some closure about the whole cable thing. Um, because I think I told you about that where, mm-hmm. she, yeah, a little over three years ago, she was having some issues with her cable, and I happened to work for the company that, yeah, you know, um, and so. I hit her up with a private message, just asked her what was going on, and so she was having some issues getting her stuff worked on. Oh, okay. And so, I mean, um, so I made, you know, some phone calls down that way, and I found out, you know, some other info, and, um, you know, that I went through my channels where I'm at, mm-hmm. and then, but once I, I fired off my email to, I mean, after that, it was like out of my hands. Yeah. And so I, I said, hey, you remember when you were having problems with your cable like three years ago when somebody was helping you out? I said, that was me. <laughs> and so, um, and I asked her, so whatever came with it, she said, oh, well, you know, she told me, you know, it finally got fixed. And I was like, okay, right. good. So I finally got some clothes. I could sleep better at night knowing that, you know, she was helped, thankfully. Right. Um, but yeah, she was, like I said, super nice. Um, sweet as can be. I actually wanted to talk to her longer, but there was some guy, he had like a shopping cart full of stuff and he had like a list of names that he was checking, you know, because he was getting everybody's oh, wow. stuff. I'm like, Dude, can you give me a little bit? But, yeah, can you give me a minute? Calm down. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, but right after we talked to her, she was parked right close to Jake the Snake. Um, which One of was, my all-time favorites. Oh, yeah. And have you ever seen him in person? No, I have not. He's a big dude. You know, he was never advertised. as It's kind of like Billy Gunn. You know, yeah, yeah. Some of these guys are never advertised as being as big as what they are. He's about six foot six. Oh wow. Yeah. And when I saw him walking, in fact, I got I got I need to make sure because I had I took quite a few pictures. So I was going through, I was deleting some of them. I need to make sure I didn't delete one. You can actually see him standing up. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, yeah, he's about six six. And I remember him being tall, yeah, when he wrestled, but he was just never pushed as that. Yeah, no, they never mentioned that. And it was like, even when they said his weight, it was usually 240, 245, but he was so tall that he didn't look, he didn't look like a big guy. Right. And, and of course, he's over there, like Baby Doll's right here. And he's like over here, you know, they're like catty corner to each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, She also had Warlord was on the other side of it. I didn't get a chance to um, meet him because nobody was free. <laughs> right, so, right, right. Uh, you know, and I and I withdrew with about as much as what I wanted to spend, and I spent uh-huh. about a, I spent about a third of that on Tatanka. That one caught me off guard. Mm. Um, not that I mind because Tatanka, he was you know super cool too. Right. Uh, I just was not expecting to spend that much. Um, and I was in the line for Lex Luger, and somebody told me how much that cost, and I stepped right out of the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, Lex, no, but I got to um, No. It was sad seeing Lex in a wheelchair. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but he looked to be in high spirits, which I was glad to see that he was fist bumping people, you know, and, um, yeah, I've seen interviews and stuff with him and he seems to be like, you know, 
you know, dealing with life pretty well, but it is, you know, it is sad to see him from yeah. what we, you know, from what we grew up watching, like, like the, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, he, he had like know, the, one of the, the, what you would think of a wrestler's body. Oh yeah. And to see him now in a wheelchair, it's like, it's kind of like how it was with um, the dynamite kid from yeah. what you, from what we remember him, you know, especially teaming with Davy boy. Um, and then, you know, tor towards the end of his life, you know, confined to a wheelchair and things like that. It's just, you know, it's the, it's the sad reality of pro wrestling that, yeah. you know, sometimes you don't, you don't make it all the way out in perfect health. And all the wrestlers you talk about, Lex, now they say he is a complete 180 as far as personality goes from the way he mm -hmm. was when he was a wrestler. Yeah. They said when, when he was a wrestler, they said people just, they did not like him because he was kind of a jerk. Well, and, yeah. And it's like everything, you know, from everything that I've read, it's like, you know, he had his close little groups, group of friends, you know, staying in some other guys, but like he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because yeah. he, he did have that million dollar body and he did get, you know, came into the company, you know, he came into Jim Crocker promotions, just like green as grass mm -hmm. and automatically gets aligned with the horseman. I mean, yeah. the top, the top act in the, in the company and you know that's rubbing people along you know the wrong way you know he's getting all these big time matches and main events and all this stuff and i'm sure you know ego, a lot of ego had to do with that as far as him go i'm sure it, you know too much too soon yeah and uh with him also the only experience he had before he went to jim crockett was in florida he was in florida yeah. for a year, maybe. Yeah, he was the you know, uh, he was the Florida heavyweight champion because I remember Arn cutting a promo like after Luger had gotten kicked out of the Horseman, and he said, you know, James J. Dillon came to us, said, I got this kid in the Everglades, you know, that's uh, a million dollar body, but he's green, but he's willing to learn, and it's like that that was Lex Luger, and it's like yeah. you know, and then Luger was always you know, he was always one of the focal points in WCW. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, that had to push that ego of his even further. So yep. I'm glad he's been able to turn it around. I mean, yeah. I hate that he's in a wheelchair, but I mean, at least he's still alive. At least he's still yeah. with us. So, And of course, every single person that we were going to go up to their, um, their booth, uh, of course, Tatanka, he was one, he was the first one we saw because he was, uh, one of the only ones that was set up when we got there, oh, but he, okay. but he was one of the ones I was wanting to meet anyway. Right. Um, cause he and I actually talked a little bit about North Carolina because, um, where he, he was born, <clears throat> born in Pembroke, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And the way he kept talking about, it, you know, he's like, yeah, my tribal headquarters is there. And, you know, cause he's part of the Lumbee nation. Yeah. And so he goes back there all the time, you know, but he said, are you from North Carolina? Said, yeah. Aberdeen. And he's like, Oh, okay. Because it's like the next County over, mm -hmm. you know? So we were talking a little bit about that, you know, um, Super nice guy, big dude too, you know. Because sometimes we just don't think about, yeah, you know yeah. how big these, you know, these wrestlers really are. But he was a big dude. But of course, the one that we had already paid to to see and meet, mm -hmm. the biggest one in the room, that'd Dang. be Gabby Kane, <laughs> that'd be Glenn Jacobs. Yep. Um, Mayor of Knox County. Mayor of Knox County, and um, I actually told my mom and my stepdad when I called them yesterday, I said, yeah, I met the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee this weekend. They're like, oh, really? How'd that happen? I was like, well, 
they had no idea that, you know, because they don't watch wrestling. I said, yeah, right. he's Kane. He's the Undertaker's brother. Like, he's the Undertaker's brother? I'm like, well, in storyline. Well, but, kayfabe, you know, but yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but I mean, uh, he was he was a nice dude. Um, that line was long. We were, I think, number 10 out of about 250. They only had 250 uh, tickets sold because that's all they were selling. That, that, that one was actually limited. So if you wanted oh, to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, um, you know, but we were around number number 10 i'm guessing ish oh that's cool yeah you know because we saw the line forming and we got in it you know maybe maybe 20 you know yeah. but i mean we were still fairly early because we he was all the way in the back fat he was at your right beside jake the snake and they had his um his table set up the line he was all the way at the back of this gym at the um ohio university chillicothe campus that's where the uh, okay. was held so and uh, the Hilltoppers, which is kind of like Western Kentucky. If you ever yeah. go to campus, you know why it's called the Hilltoppers. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but the line went all the way down, like the length of the the floor, and then turned, went all the way down, all the way to the other corner. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that line was just long. Um, but we did get the chance. We did get to talk to him a little bit because I mentioned to him. I said, by the way, I said, uh, just like you, I said, my son was also born on a military base overseas. And he's like, really? And, you know, and he <laughs> talked to him a little bit. He gave him a fist bump. And, um, you know, so, yeah, because he was actually born, I think it was El Toro Air, Air Station in Spain. In Spain, yeah. Yep. Um, and so, you know, so they had that little bit of a bond. You know, I kind of I kind of planted that a little bit to see, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, but, yeah, he was a nice guy. Jake, Jake was actually, Jake actually talked to Leighton for a little bit. Really? Cool. Yeah, well, I, I was talking to the other guy, you know, about like uh, the money and uh, yeah. teacher. He's like, "Yeah, I don't think we have any." Guys. You're saying, "You said you're kind of like me. You're a big duty." I said, "You got, th- <laughs> you got three X." He's like, "Nope," because he actually has a, a, just. You can actually see in the back, the background of the picture that we have with Jake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually see the shirt he was selling. It was actually pretty cool. Okay. Looking. Okay. Um, that line for him to see him was not as long as what you would expect, but I imagine after the other lines dissipated. Because yeah. people would just see, they didn't even, may, may not even realize he was there because he was right beside Kane. Yeah. He was like on the other side of Kane, you right. know, um, like there in that corner. And like I said, in the caddy corner of that was Baby Dog. <laughs> and I'm laughing at that one. If anybody knows the history there, um, because they are ex uh, brother and sister in law. Yep. Yep. Well, guess who was on the other side of the gym? Sam Houston. Sam Houston. And I did talk to him, and but I, I showed him the picture. I said, yeah, I said, I met you last March. He's like, mm-hmm. okay. He said, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he said, you're wearing the same shirt. I'm like, yeah, this is the exact same shirt. <laughs> and I said, very, in fact, the very first time I ever wore this shirt was that day. He's like, all right, right. cool. I uh, talked to him, and I said, is this still the same contact info to, you know, if I want to have you on the podcast? He's like, yeah. He said, just give them a call, and you know, we'll work it out. Right. And what he said before is, yeah, we'll work out the hourly rate. And I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, we'll figure something out, but yeah. And, and he's still carrying the U.S. belt. He was never the United he States. Was, champion, he was never though. the United States champion. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm still trying to. I've been trying to figure that out since you first time you met him. It's like, whose U.S. title does he have? <laughs> and you know, um, I actually. Oh, by the way, speaking of Sam Houston, you remember that logo that I showed? That weird one. It's his. Yeah. Oh, okay. I meant to take a picture while I was there and said to you, "Gay, hey, I found out whose logo it was," which makes sense because the 
the big um, envelope that uh, they had given me was actually given to me by his by his, them. Oh, okay. And so it makes sense that that sticker was yeah. in that. Now, so, um, but yeah, um, I mean, and he's still a um, nice guy, big guy, in a way, mm-hmm. which also makes sense because you know you got to think about. I don't want to mention their dad's name because one of the biggest scumbags in the history Absolutely. of wrestling. But but he was a big guy. He, he was, was a big guy. Yeah. I mean, he was six nine, six ten back when that was even more rare than what it is now. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean you look now; every NBA team has at least one guy who's about six ten. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Florida State always has somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you would think they would do better, you know, what they actually do having that that kind of height. But then again, yeah, height doesn't mean skill. And nope, not always. Nope. But but yeah, they were at opposite. <laughs> um, and because if I remember from the dark side of the ring, Jake and Sam, they don't really talk. No, you know, no. um, well, Aurelian Smith Jr. and Mike Smith, yeah, they yeah. only talk. I did not see uh, Nicola Roberts, Nicola Roberts Bird, actually, you know, because she's Rock, remarried. Rock and Robin, yeah, uh, well, Rock and Robin wasn't there, you know, their sister, oh, yeah, 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 she wasn't yeah, there, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Nicola Roberts, I mean, she was there. I didn't see her talk with not, not that oh, I mean, really? what, uh, but and out. I will admit it was kind of cool because when you'd see these these wrestlers come in, Bushwhacker Luke was there. Oh, okay. Um, I actually wanted to his the line for him was a little long, but I wanted to kind of wanted to meet him. But like I said, we were having to watch the money too. Yeah. Um, I just want to say I liked you better when you were the sheep herders, but yes. So that, and that's funny because like I like a thing popped up on my Facebook feed like yesterday. Uh, on one of the wrestling pages I followed, talking about the sheep herders, yes, it showed like the they were the uh, the last ever UWF World Tag Team Champions. Oh, they were. That's right. Yep, and it was right before they went to WWE to become the Bushwhackers. Which, when they came with the Bushwhackers, I'm just sitting. I had this face like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> and like some of my friends were like, what What's wrong with you? And it's like. That's the sheep herders, and what have they done to them? Because what are they doing with their arms? Yeah, I, what are, I, I, what is what all is this? It? And licking each other's faces, and just you know, and cheering to the crowd. These these guys wrestled where you had to have an ambulance on standby because yes, somebody needed a transfusion. These were violent dudes. Yes, and I mean that was one of them teams that I saw in like every wrestling magazine, not just the after mags, but the other wrestling magazines oh, yeah. as well. And, and you generally with a bloody face, both yeah, of them with a and black and face. white, black yeah. and white pictures with a bloody face, and it still yeah. looked pretty gory. Yeah, and I'm centered the whole time they were in WWF. I was waiting for them to turn heel, and it never happened. No, I'll, but I'll give uh, them all the credit for being able to uh, prolong, you know, extend their career doing the, you know, doing the fun kid stuff. Yeah, put, I mean, they put their bodies on the line enough during their. During their heyday as a sheep herder, so yeah, and I mean, and I'm pretty sure that them checks they were cashing. I was gonna say, I'm sure, <laughs> pretty sure those were not bad checks they were cashing, especially during that time, because not only did you have the, you know, you had your wrestling check, but then you got that's when the wrestling figure, you know, the wrestling action figure boom really happened. So mm-hmm. you know, they're getting all those royalties from those toys, so. Oh, and uh, the warlord, like I said, he was also he was on the other side of uh, Nicola Roberts because I mean she managed him 
Mm -hmm. you know, for a bit uh, when he first uh, came into Jim Crockett. Yep. Yeah, but just seeing, you know, and the stuff that we don't think about, um, if you and I saw each other, it'd be like a great big hug. Yeah, yep. Some of these folks, I mean, they were friends for years, and they haven't seen each other. Yeah. You know, since God knows when. I mean, so to see them, you know, they're going, you know, uh, the handshake, they're giving big old hugs because it's like, hey, Shane, talking about Shane Douglas, you know, and I, I want to say um, it was Bushwhacker Luke um, when he saw Shane Douglas, you know, he gave him a big old hug and, you know, mm. oh, nice to see you and things like that. So we don't think about, I mean, their yeah. relationships yeah. are you know, as friends, even though so, well, there's no friends in wrestling, that's a bunch of crap. There is yeah, friends. that's a bunch of crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what people say in promos just to, you know. But Jim Ross has said or... that all, all the time because, yeah, they're all competing for the spot or whatever. But at the same time, no, you're not going to have a business that's totally consists of everybody not working together. No. And not no. getting along. No, because so, your business ain't going to last that long. Exactly. Um, there are some other names, I, I'll be honest with you, I did not recognize. Um, the one guy, and I, I don't know, I, don't, I didn't know the guy's name, but he was walking in a tuxedo, and he was, like, walking to every booth, and he was introducing who they were. Oh, okay. And, you know, and some of them, I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. I, I mean, if I showed you the list, I'd point out, you know, this one right here. Uh, Bobby Blaze was also there again, and once again, he had like no people like at his table, but he was talking to the other wrestlers, you know. Right. Um, but he lives in Ashland, or he's from okay. Ashland, you know, and he helps train. He's actually written a couple of books, and you know, um, and Layton was looking. I actually had to tell Layton, I was like, "You need to calm down," <laughs> you know. Um, but of course, later on. Uh, in the evening, you know, of course, we left there. We went back to Manor because Leighton didn't, he didn't want to stay to watch the wrestling there. All right. right. Fair enough. Because we were going to watch it. I said, all right, we'll watch the show in Manor. Um, even though we had already paid to watch it in Chillicothe because yeah. it's a general admission ticket, which means, you know, uh, it includes the fan fest. So you're paying, yeah. you, you know, but I was like, whatever. Well, we went back and watched the NWF in Manor because I haven't, I haven't watched the NWF since. July, yeah, because you didn't make you didn't get to watch you didn't get to go to the Summer Sizzler, did you? No, nah, didn't get to go to Summer Sizzler. Um, there was a few of them that I just was not able to go to for whatever reason. You know, some yeah. of it was money. I mean, yeah, um, because money was and kind of still is very very tight. Yeah, because uh, that's actually wow. something else we were talking about <laughs> before we start mm-hmm. recording. It's like price of everything is going up, my paycheck's not exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I got to go. I got to go to SummerSlam in August, and I'll probably be the last show I catch until next year. So yeah, I mean, and oh, I definitely feel you there because um, fortunately the NWF tickets are usually you know um, uh, fifteen dollars at the most, and that's if you get like one of the ringside seats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but he, but Mount Orb, you know, being the Mount Orb show being ten minutes from my house is also right. That's always know, a plus. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, no, I have not been to an NWF show since at least July. I have been to a wrestling show that was one that happened where I met Jimmy Hart mm-hmm. and Lance Archer. Yeah, right. Um, but that one was not NWF, even though there was a couple of people who I've seen in the NWF there, mm-hmm. like Lord Crew. He was in the main right, event. Right. Um, which I'd love to have him on the show. He's a super good dude. And he even said, yeah, he said, you got to catch me. He said, you got to email me and let me know. So <laughs> he, he said he, he'd like to come on the show. So, oh, cool. um, but when I was talking to um, Noah, 
you know, no Gabriel, mm-hmm. you know, after the, the NWF event, which was, um, that one was also, you know, a pretty good show. They always, all, all the guys, they always, um, they always put on a good show. They mm-hmm. really do. Um, but I was telling him about, you know, uh, because he, he actually didn't think I would, I would go to the minor. He said, I figured you'd be watching the one in Chillicothe. <laughs> I was like, well, we were there. However, uh, but I told him, I was like, yeah, I said, I haven't actually caught an NWF show in a few months, you know, because mm-hmm. of just various reasons. I said the last time you were in Mount Orb, I was in Florida. Yeah. And, and when, and Leighton was like, well, Bobby Blaze. Okay. Yes. I feel bad for Bobby Blaze sitting there at a table and nobody's coming up to him because I mentioned to Leighton and I know you've seen the movie, the wrestler. Yes. You remember the scene where they're they're doing the meet and greet, mm-hmm. and they're all sitting there, and there's like nobody there. Yeah, yeah. That's what it, you know, kind of felt like with, with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, people showed up later in the movie, but there just wasn't that many. Right, right. And I mentioned that scene to Leighton. Well, when I mentioned the whole thing to Noah, you know, like Bobby Blaze, I find out you need to stop because that's still, a, a, you know, some of that's all he knows is wrestling. Yeah, right. You know. Um, he's written a couple books and Leighton even mentioned he said, yeah, he's only sold a couple thousand copies, mm. you know? So, um, but I mean, he's doing what he, he knows he's doing what he loves. Right. You know, so he may, he's doing, he must have made some money off of it, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, cause, um, but when I mentioned that the whole thing to know, I was like, yeah, Bobby plays. I said, there was like nobody at his table. And, um, he said, yeah, he said, wow. He said, sounds like the scene out of the wrestler. Oh wow! <laughs> I was like, I said, "Wow!" So I said the exact same thing to my son, and um, I was like, "So yeah, you, so you've watched it?" He's like, "Oh, he said it." I never thought about this. The movie The Wrestler is like a rite of passage, you know, for wrestlers. They, they, it's like they mm-hmm. pretty much have to watch it. I was like, mm-hmm. "Wow!" Never, never yep. occurred to me. Yeah, makes sense though. Yeah, uh, just like people going to the military, specifically Marines, have watched Full Metal Jacket. Oh yeah, yeah. My nephew, who's in the Marines, yeah, he he watched that movie quite a few times before he went. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think who else was at the fan fest. Brutus Beefcake. Um, I wanted to actually, I wanted to talk to him and say, yeah, they people called me Brutus for years after you started your garden shear crap. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brutus. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So heard that a lot. <laughs> um. But yeah, him, um, because I mentioned Shane Douglas, uh, Rip Rogers, I, I saw him, but then all of a sudden he was, wasn't there, Okay, you know? So, uh, I did meet a couple other podcasters, um, one of which development, develop, ah, developmentally speaking podcast. They have a YouTube channel. In fact, there's their card. I don't know if I can get a good, without the glare on it. Okay. Yeah, they have a YouTube channel. Uh, in fact, it's this like is the, a uh, looks like the WrestleMania 17 yeah. logo. Yep. Um, in fact, they actually gave me two cards. The first one had a QR code that they were doing doing this to everybody there. You scanned it, um, and then it'll bring up their YouTube channel. You subscribe to them. They're showing that you subscribe. And they would put your name in a um, like a fishbowl on a ticket to win um, something. I don't remember now what we're trying. I didn't win, oh, obviously. Okay. <laughs> um, but. Um, but when I was talking to him, I said, um, I said, yeah, how do you get, you know, I showed him, I said, yeah, I'm subscribed to your, your channel. 
and they were trying to get it up to 400 subscribers. They didn't quite get there, but I know they mm-hmm. were getting people there. But when I was talking to them, I said, yeah, I have a podcast as well, you know, because I'm, I'm pointing to everybody. I have a podcast. Look at yeah. my shirt. Podcast right here. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> like, look at the phone case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can get one of these at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. Yep. It just, you just mark, tell what kind of phone you have and it'll get the case and they'll send it to you. Yay. Uh, but the guy even said, hmm, he said, we may maybe be able to do some cross promotion. I'm like, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> cool. He, yeah. But he was asking me how many subscribers we had on YouTube. I'm like 48. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we've been trying to build that. I said, that one, um, that's one of the things once you start getting like a lot of subscribers, I mean, it is like the floodgates I've kind of noticed, but it's just getting that initial, yep. you know, like instead of one or two, just, uh, if you, so if you know anybody, you know, if you're watching us on YouTube, go like, share, subscribe, definitely subscribe. We would love to have, uh, the magic number of 100, which allows us to get a good URL. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, I guess there's, as you get higher, uh, my 12 year old brain 12 as of two weeks ago, son can tell you all about how many subscribers it takes to do certain things. Uh, my 16 year old can do the same thing. Why do they know these things? Um, I don't know, but, but they do, but they do. And yeah. I'm pretty sure my daughter who has, um, I'm actually going to go look on her YouTube uh real quick because she she might actually have over a thousand subscribers on her oh wow yeah because when she went uh she went viral or semi-viral on tiktok which translated into she went over a thousand followers there and that then that transferred or translated into a lot more subscribers on her youtube um okay i was way off she has 329 subscribers hmm. um and but she hasn't been able to do a lot with uh, in fact she hasn't posted anything in two months because of yep. her working for disney yep speaking of which and then we will have to actually eventually we have to get on to what we were originally going to be talking about on the show mm-hmm. <laughs> because we haven't got there yet um next monday uh and the monday following I won't be able to record. Um, but in two weeks, it's going to be Halloween. Yeah. And, you know, we're go- I'm going to out. I'm going right. to be trick-or-treating. Trick By the way, I'm going to be wearing this while I'm trick-or-treating. This is <laughs> my brand-new mask, courtesy of Wrestling Loot. Uh, I actually talked to them about maybe being on the show as well. Cool. Um, but, yeah, the Wrestling uh, Loot, they, they do the boxes where they send you out stuff every month. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but this was the mask, which goes along kind of sort of with this way. They yeah. said they they don't have this mask anymore because I actually showed them the picture of it. And he said, yeah, uh-huh. we, don't, we don't have that one anymore. We're out of it. Uh, this one, I need to put string in. Yeah. So I can't really wear it without the string. This one already has string. So it's good to go. But I'm going to be wearing this on Halloween in two weeks. That's why we won't be able to record that day because um, I seriously doubt we're, we'd be back in time to record. But yeah. next month, yeah. So next Monday, though, uh, during the time we're recording, I'm going to be driving out to the airport to pick up my daughter because she is flying in for a couple of days. There you go. And I have not seen her in, you know, since the early August. And, you know, so that's definitely something that's going to take a little bit of priority. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like we we always say, family first. I family mean. first. And um, and so I had, you know, she's obviously, you know, um, 
like the missing part of our family. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she's flying in Monday. She, she works Monday, gets off at two o'clock, goes to the airport, gets on a plane, flies here Thursday morning. We're actually Thursday around noon. Uh, she gets back on a plane, heads back down to Orlando. And we, and my wife has already arranged a car for her to take her directly to work because she has to be at work at five. Oh, wow. So she's going to have her costume with her, you know, there you go. and go straight there, change and go right to work. Yeah. Um, although I would not, I would never recommend that um, because I've done things like that where you get off the plane and you're like, yeah, right to you're work and running. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if it is in the same time zone, it's still, I mean, because mm-hmm. like, flying just takes it out of you. Yeah. You know, so, um, but she's going to be here next week. And so um, we'll be recording Monday. We should be good to go Thursday because yeah. I'm, t- I'm yeah. taking Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday off. There you go. So, I don't blame you. Yep. And I deserve to have some days off. Absolutely. Uh, nobody else does, just me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah. So she has 329 subscribers. Um, and if you're, <laughs> she has good, just, just to see her movie reviews, because that's actually something else that uh, some of her, um, I just got off of YouTube. Some of her, her videos have like a few thousand views, mm-hmm. you know, which doesn't sound like a lot when you think about the ones that are getting like a billion views. But if you ever set up a YouTube channel, which you have a YouTube channel, you know, mm-hmm. a thousand views. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a milestone. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and, um, and so we know, like, we know how hard it is to get that. I think the our our YouTube video with the highest number of views, I think, is our interview with Buff. Yeah, yep. You know, so in fact, I, you know what? I haven't even checked to see how many views that one has. Um, where are we at? That can't get off that. Uh, let me see. Dusty Rose has two views so far. Um, we have subscribers. I don't know why we're not getting um the views. I don't know. Um, da, ba, da. oh, um, wow, the return of Big Mama to the show that one actually has 424 views. Cool, yeah, it's been a little bit. I didn't realize that. Um, which ironically enough, that was also the one that got copyrighted, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but Buff has 501 views, okay. you know, so yeah, I mean, um, wow. The one with Ella has 144 views. That's the third. Um, yeah. Cause even if you get notifications, yeah, I mean, people just, they doesn't necessarily mean people are going to watch it, you know? So, um, and I know I've actually been asked how many subscribers we have to the audio, I don't know because yeah. we don't get notification by how many subscribers right. we just get. I just get told how many downloads there are yeah, and how many listens there are. Um, now I can see where people are, um, you know, downloading it from mm-hmm. because I know every time, you know, you download an episode, I can see it. Yeah. Um, every time like Kyle, because he's in, you know, Maryland yeah. and I know where he's at in Maryland and I can see, you know, whenever he's, at least I'm assuming it's him because it's in um, the same town, mm-hmm. you know, so, and he, and he's always giving me feedback. So I know he's, he's listening. So, right. um, 
And speaking of that real quick, and then we definitely got to move on to the things we were yeah, going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we're, we're going to run out of time if we don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you happen to catch SmackDown on Friday when they mentioned, was it Karrion Cross? I did not. I haven't watched it yet. Um, let's see. Because I texted Kyle about it. L.A. Knight. It wasn't Karrion Cross. It was L.A. Knight. They build him as being from Hagersville, Maryland. I'm like, Hagersville? <laughs> I looked it up. Sure enough, it's Hagers. He's from Hagerstown. Oh, okay. So I had to text Kyle because that's where he lives. <laughs> so Probably just um, being a WWE thing, and they just didn't want to say. They wanted to make it seem like the play, he was from a bigger place than he actually is by saying Ville instead of town. Uh, either that, or they just got the name wrong. Yeah, that could be, <laughs> I mean, that could be it too. But because sometimes, sometimes you just screw up. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, saying Hopkinsville makes it sound bigger than saying Hop Town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so and yeah, and Avery was sitting texting me. I said, recording right now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and um, all right. So there's two texts that you sent me today. I'm like, hey, perfect. Yeah, um, looking at the article I sent you. Um, the first was, one or the second one? Um, I can't remember. It's the Cultaholics one where they're talking about the UFC owners are open to buying WWE. Yeah. Um, um, really? Yeah. Well, it says, <laughs> you know, I'll read you, you know, the article's short, so I'll go ahead and read it for everybody. It says, um, a major corporation are interested in purchasing WWE. Speaking on the town podcast, uh, Endeavor president Mark Shapiro. Endeavor is the company that is the parent company of UFC. Um, but uh, Endeavor president Mark Shapiro revealed that they would be interested in buying the professional wrestling company. Um, a quote from Shapiro is that would be something that would be interesting and worth exploring. Would we buy it? Who knows? Last I checked, it wasn't for sale. We're interested in anything in the owned sports property segment. Um, Endeavor or the parent company of UFC, having bought a controlling interest in the MMA organization in 2016 for just over $4 billion. WWE's market value is believed to be approximately at $5.63 billion. Um, hmm. There's been a speculation about a sale following Vince McMahon's resignation as CEO and chairman of the board. Uh, which caused a major boost in the company's stock price. Imagine that. Yeah. Crazy old, the crazy old man's gone, and then stock soars. Um, I knew I should have bought some yeah. when that happened. And anyway. But they said there's no, there's been no hint that WWE are looking to sell. Any sale would still need to be approved by Vince McMahon as he remains the company's majority shareholder. Yep. And... Um, Organizations touted in the past as potential buyers of WWE include Disney, Comcast, Amazon, Netflix, and Fox. Wow. But I think it's just mere speculation at this point. I think it was just uh, Shapiro saying that if it went up for sale, he would absolutely be interested in buying it. But I don't think they're interested in selling it right now. Triple H has done wonders with that company since yeah. taking over. Um, speaking of Triple H, he is not um, at Raw tonight. He did uh, test positive for COVID, so oh. you know we hope okay. we uh, hope first he. I've heard, first, uh, I've heard of that. 
hope he gets uh, well soon. You know, I've both had COVID, so we it, know it, it sucks. <laughs> yes. I've had it twice. I think you've also had it at least twice. Yep. Yep. No fun. I just Not laid there. Yeah. Like going, I hurt. My, my hair hurts. <laughs> yeah. Everything hurts. So um, hopefully he has a speedy recovery from COVID, but he's done an amazing job. I don't think they're going to be. I think the only reason they may have been looking to sell was because Vince McMahon was just all about the dollar sign. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, he was never about the, he was about the prosperity of the company to be able to sell it. Right. To make it look good to potential buyers. Triple H looks, sounds, seems like he wants the company pr- to prosper because he wants to run a successful wrestling company. He wants to put on good shows and good matches and things like that, which is what most promoters want to do. So I think this was just something that, came across Cultaholic's desk and was an interesting topic and but I think I don't think there's anything to come of it right now. Uh Cultaholic, by the way, they're one of my favorite um mine too. channel on YouTube. Yep, mine too. Yep. Uh and they usually have some really good information. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah I can't I can't see them buying them like because I can't see them being sold. No. Um because Triple H he's probably been just waiting. Oh yeah, and waiting, you yep. know, and um, waiting. <laughs> going, you know what? When I take over, okay, yeah. first first thing, you know, um, Bray Wyatt's coming back, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Karen Cross is coming, and he was marking these things off as they're being released. He's like, well, yeah. I'll be bringing them back. Um, yeah, and from what I understand, they said to keep your eye out because there's going to be more people coming back that were released under Vince McMahon's watch. Um, Bronson Reed, who goes by Noah on the independent scene. Uh, I'm not Noah, Jonah. Uh, he's uh, been rumored to come back. Uh, we've seen how um, LA Knight's back, which he wasn't released, but they gave him a dumb gimmick, which did not suit him at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then your Karrion Cross is back. Your Braun Strowman's back. You know, just people who never should have got cut in the first place. Karrion Cross been- and Scarlett. Because that, that, that was a package deal. Yep. And so look for more people to come back that who, it, as long as they're not under contract with, you know, a major, another major promotion, then look for them to come back. Uh, Cause triple H is trying to, you know, because, you know, they gutted the roster so bad during, you know, during COVID that both shows, like a stacked roster with NXT. And then they started doing, they started cutting that too. So I think this is a good thing. Uh, overall, I'm pleased with the job Triple H is doing. Yeah. Because he was a wrestler with a vision of, yep. you know, because um, he wanted to move up and he wanted, and he actually, okay, Triple H is called Flack for marrying the boss's daughter. Yeah. If, if you marry the boss's daughter and you're put in a position of power, you're going to catch Flack. Yeah. But he's actually not abusing it. No, he's not abusing it, and he's actually done positive things with it. He hasn't just... He didn't just marry the boss's daughter, marry into the family, get some power, and just not do anything with it. He's actually trying to build toward the future. Right. And and you can tell... Uh, well, they took NXT 
away from this tie-dye multicolor or whatever that yep. was it, back to a basic yep. two-color scheme which worked there yep. was no reason to change it yep. you know and believe me and i do believe yes you do have to evolve things like that but you can't go too fast it has to be a yeah you can't go too organic. fast and you can't just go like you can't go from the black and gold to like Looking like a '90s trapper keeper. I mean, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't. Oh well, it did, didn't it? It did. I'm, oh yeah, because I'm now thinking of like Saved by the Bell. You uh -huh. know that those kind of colors. That's what it was. Exactly. exactly. Oh man, they're like Screech died. We got to do something in you know tribute to him. Yeah. And like Screech wasn't the star of the show. You're right. Yeah. You know. Um. But. Yeah, you know, may he rest in peace. I mean, yeah, that was, yeah. Um, but it just did not work. No, you know, it didn't work and, at all. Um, and there's some other people who were, I guess, removed from their positions, and they've done some changes around. Kevin Dunn's still there. Yeah. Which they need. That's one of the things the the camera stuff. They need to still work on that. Yeah. You know, having bouncy camera, you know, all yeah. it's doing is it's making your home viewer sick. Yeah. There's been times, I mean, I actually had to look away. I'm like, I can't watch this because it's just, yeah, it's bouncing around too much. Yeah. Um, it looks like, you know, you hand somebody like a home video camera. Um, and yeah. they had to, oh, look, earthquake. It's, it's, it's like he finally, it's like he watched a, the, the first taken movie like <laughs> 10 years too late and decided, oh, the shaky cam. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that for every match, for every match for every angle, especially when they go into the, when they you hit the turnbuckle and all that stuff. Ooh, shake it. No. Yeah. Shake it, it. Shake it. Slap your thigh. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what move they're doing. Doing a headlock, you make sure you slap your leg. Yeah. So, the um, the yeah. other thing I sent you was uh, they canceled day one. The day one pay per view. That that's yeah. You sent that that one to me. I think yesterday. Was it yesterday? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Was it yesterday? Or was it this? I think that you, might have been the first maybe, one I sent. Maybe you sent me three things. Let, Let me, me see. I sent. Uh, yeah, that you uh, sent that one to me yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They canceled yeah. the day one uh, pay per view, and, and my response was just one word. Good. Good. <laughs> so yeah. Uh the next one was uh the once again, once again, Cultaholic. Major changes coming to WWE pay-per-views in 2023. And uh like and I figures I would just click off of the link and didn't mean to. Uh somebody replied. Um yeah, since they started the monthly pay-per-views way back with the in your house. Mm -hmm. which I'm kind of glad they went away from that because that was going to be too hard to keep up with. It's, it's yeah. like the, w, the WCW Clash of the Champions. Yeah. I, I stopped trying to even keep keep track. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but now it looks like they're, it's, <clears throat> and they're not going to have 12 a year. I, and I sent you. I yeah. Somebody, yeah, somebody had tweeted that, and it's a pretty good graphic. I mean, I wish I'd have came up with this. I mean, but yeah, this is really good. Nine pay-per-views, and these make sense. Um, the Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Mania, King of the Ring. Oh, that means they're bringing King of the Ring back. Yep. Um, Money in the Bank. Which Triple yep. H is a fan of King of the Ring because he's a former King of the Ring. Yeah, so he gets, I mean, that's a... He gets it. Yeah. Yeah, he gets the importance of the King of the Ring tournament. Yep. Uh, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam. 
uh, what's this one? UK, UK premium. Oh, premium. UK. <laughs> I was like, I was like what is what is play? what is PLE? <laughs> um, Evolution, which I'm like, ah, whatever. Um, and Survivor Series. Um, I, I am good. I'm glad that they're. If this is if this is the actual schedule for the pay per view, the pay per views next year, I'm glad they're bringing back Evolution. Um, I always felt that should be an annual thing. These women work hard, and a lot of times, especially that's what it was. I was going, "What was Evolution?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah. It was the it was the all women's pay per view because, and I mean, the first one was great, and I was able to sit there with both of my daughters, and for them to see, this is you know, for me, it gave women and especially young girls. It shows go and work just as hard as everybody else. And this is what you can, you know, you can do. Um, and, I want to say Vince was saying that it didn't. Um, the, yeah. He was saying it didn't make money. He didn't, he didn't want, he didn't want it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It was never a matter of it didn't make money because it did. It did. It did great. You know, viewership wise and whatever. Vince just didn't like the idea because he still had Vince still has old antiquated ideas of what pro wrestling should be. Right. Vince has no clue. If you, if you're not out there looking like a swimsuit model, then Vince doesn't care. Right. And that's not what women's wrestling is nowadays. Watch any promotion, watch any legitimate professional wrestling promotion. I mean, and they're putting on, just as good as matches of the men's nine times out of 10, the women's match is the best match on the card. And that's been going on for yeah. why the men, the men had to step it up. They really did. Like, have Look to here, step it up. you're getting outshined. Yeah. You're getting outshined yeah. every single time. And I mean, you look at an AEW show or an impact show, uh, WWE, um, you look at stardom, which is, you know, tied into new Japan pro wrestling. These women are killing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for them getting their time to shine and having their own pay-per-view to be able to show what they can do without having to get their time cut to get this extra men's match in or get, you know, get their, get their match just completely taken off, which we've seen happen on pay-per-views mm-hmm. because, another match went too long. So they always sacrifice the women's match. And it's like, let's just not do that and let the women have their turn. And, you know, we've seen the women headline WrestleMania. Yeah. And we, I mean, how many times have we said Sasha and Bianca that match? And you know, the match we're talking about. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was one of the best matches I've ever seen. I mean, me they, too. And, and it definitely stole WrestleMania weekend that year. It did. I mean, and that, that mean, was the first night. Yeah. And it's that like, was the, but that was the match that everybody was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of that year, everybody, you talk about what was the best match of the year. A lot of people were, were talking about Sasha and Bianca. And, and, you know, they weren't saying, well, look at the historical significance. It was a good match. Period. Yeah. The, the historical that, that's significance what were, added to it. Added to it, yeah. yeah. But it was the best match yep. of both the entire weekend period. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, I was like texting you going, oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they, they stole the show. They raised the bar. And it's like, y'all come and y'all try to beat this. And yeah. they couldn't. 
Uh uh-uh. uh. Not at all. Yeah, and then four months later, Becky beat Bianca in twenty eight seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, which, anyway. <laughs> which I but, don't even think I don't even think Becky liked that, to be honest no. with you. Um but I did notice that they don't have Crown Jewel list on here, but we know that's part of it because they have some Yeah, because uh, they uh, still have yeah, they're still under contract with the Saudi government. I know that it was a 10-year deal whenever it started. So, I mean, they've still got several years on that deal. Yeah. But uh, And they're getting paid a lot of money, apparently. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, you just kind of, it's like, you want to see who wrestling? Who? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but oh. I'm good. I'm good with nine pay-per-views. If they keep it like this, even if you slide Crown Jewel in, which it's, I don't really count. Because... But Crown Jewel really does. It doesn't affect <clears throat> the storylines too no, much. No, and the way it the way it comes on, it comes on like middle of the day on a Thursday. I mean, yeah. so it's not <clears throat> it's not really part of the pay-per-view canon, so to speak. Right. But nine is perfect because you've got enough time to flesh out your stories. You don't have to rush storylines bingo three, three weeks at a bingo. time because when they were having 12 13 pay-per-views a year it's like you're just hot shotting everything three weeks into three weeks out because that's how much time was between oh, every pay-per-view. Well, think about a few years ago when they did the, the last time they did a brand split mm-hmm. and each brand had their own pay-per-view every month so it was closer to about 16 a year because yeah. you had the, uh, the handful that were both brands combined yep just like every two weeks there's a pay-per-view and i'm like there's some of them i've missed i'm like I'm not staying. I'm, I'm tired. It's like one. I'm not staying <laughs> up for it. And one, I'm not buying all these. No. Yeah. Like I, this I mean, was before. This was before the advent of the network. You know, you got 16 pay per views. You're charging 40 bucks a piece or more. Who's got that kind of money to buy 16 pay per views? No, I sure didn't. Uh, I mean, we've already established. Look, prices are going up. My paycheck's not. So exactly. It's now like, with the here's, network, here's, yeah. Here's my grocery bill, but my paycheck's still right here. <laughs> yeah. And I got I got more month at the end of my money, and that's yeah. not good. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And now, and that's actually something else Triple H has been doing anyway. He's been letting these storylines build, where it's not just a month long storyline. Okay, that's over. Move on. Exactly. No, it it's going. It's crossing. Yeah, and you know, and pay-per-views. like even with your champions, it's like they're doing longer stories to to actually tell the story, not. Just going from challenger to challenger with barely any story. And it's like, it's not a hard concept. And the having nine or 10 shows a year instead of, you know, 13 to 16 gives you that breathing room to yes. build your story and tell it in a logical way, not just, oh, well, we've, we've written ourselves into a corner again. So let's book something stupid so we can, thinking we're getting out of it. But we're just making it worse. And these are the ones that actually make sense because yeah, um, I can't think of every single one of these has a purpose. Yeah, the you Rumble, know, you know, the Royal Rumbles, you know, we all know that's the beginning of the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins the Rumble gets the t- you know gets the title shot. Yep, Le- Elimination Chamber in the past has been used to decide other challengers or whatever mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's actually decided the title yeah and then of course you know you got wrestlemania biggest show of the year king of the ring tournament generally a lot of times the king of the ring tournament i remember um last time that it was an actual pay-per-view was 2002 when lesnar won 
but the stipulation of the tournament was whoever won got the title shot at they SummerSlam. Get a, they get a yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, and they it's they get the title. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. So you, you can use King of the Ring. Whoever wins King of the Ring gets a shot at the title at SummerSlam. Then you move on to Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank in itself is an important pay-per-view because you've got one full year to cash in mm-hmm. the briefcase, the men's and the women's. So that doesn't have to play into SummerSlam at all if you've already if you've already booked King of the Ring right and you've got your main event match built for that. So then Money in the Bank is just bring some of that mystery back to the Money in the Bank to where... Yep. Oh, well, don't telegraph it to where, oh, every time the, because they've had it booked the sack several years. Every time, every time a woman won, wins money in the bank, they would cash it in that night. And yep. it got to be expected. And it's like, bring back some of the mystery of that. Uh, I, I, the only exception I can think of was actually the very first one. Yeah. When what's his face, no chin, he went up there and dropped the. Yeah. Cause then they had to do it again on SmackDown. And then he where, did it again. Where, yeah. And then finally Carmella just out flat out won it yeah um but <laughs> but oh, well, yeah no chin uh, yeah anyway yeah and then you've got the uk pay-per-view which was a big uh, success this year yeah which is a huge success this year so why not do it again then you've got evolution we've already discussed it then you got survivor series yeah then that's and it Su- survivor series is one of the original big four exactly or, or big five if you want to uh, yeah. Let's see, Rumble, Mania, King of the Ring, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Right. Um, and Survivor Series, it, they don't do like the big gimmick, you know, the elimination matches anymore because, right. that, to be honest with you, they get kind of boring. So they start to have it be a traditional. They may have one elimination match, maybe two, but usually they have a man. Entire. Usually they have a men's and a women's, and then everything else is just yep standard matches. But I'm not seeing a Hell in a Cell pay per view. I'm not seeing right. Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Now, this one, this past one actually went off good. Yeah, it actually um, went off pretty good. But I, I, anybody that's listened to this show since I've been a part of it knows that I've not been a fan ever of the, the using a gimmick to build a pay-per-view around. Yeah, like, TLC, he, there's another one. TLC yep. should have never been a pay-per-view. Hell in a Cell should have never been a pay-per-view. Honestly, Extreme rules should have never been a pay per view. Those you should have extreme rules matches. Yeah, it's too gimmicky. It's yeah, and uh, from the report that we saw from Cultaholic, WWE is talking about getting getting away from a lot of the more gimmicky pay per views. I'm perfectly fine with that because you don't need a TLC pay per view. You've already got Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. TLC is tables, ladders, and chairs. You're going to use all that in money in, in the money in the bank, and and it dilutes the actual um, significance of those matches anyway. Yeah, because yeah, Vince looked at WrestleMania 2000, the SummerSlam, and then the very next WrestleMania again, where you had those three, especially the last one, yeah, the three classic TLC yeah. matches with yeah. three teams, yeah, you know, uh, who were just they were all at. Not necessarily their their prime, but I mean, but the three of them together, I mean, could just yeah, because you got the you had the triangle ladder matches is what they called it at WrestleMania WrestleMania 2000, and then SummerSlam 2000, you had the very first TLC match. Yep. Then they did TLC two at WrestleMania 17, which is still my favorite out of all three. But yeah, you know, but 
that told a story that told a long-term story with these three teams, but that, but it did not, it never needed to be its own pay-per-view because right. like you said, that just dilutes the stipulation. Yeah. So may, maybe now we'll get hell in the cell just dropped in kind of like they did crown jewel with uh, edge and uh, Seth Rollins where they used hell in a cell to end the feud. Yes. Because that's what hell that's in a cell what hell in a cell is supposed to be. That's what it was designed for. That's why it could be dropped at any pay-per-view, whether it be WrestleMania, SummerSlam, anywhere. It's a feud ender. That's it. The only time you can't drop that in is Elimination Chamber because I think they clash. They would. You no, know, they yeah. would clash. Don't do it at the Rumble because the Rumble match itself is the attraction of the pay-per-view. Yep. But any of the other pay-per-views, drop it in there. And if you've got a feud that there's no other way you can end it, put them in the cell and end and, it. And just have one match there. Don't have yeah. two or three. Yeah. Just have yeah, one. Doesn't it, yeah, because, that, again, it dilutes it. You don't have two or three of the same match stipulation on the same show because it's like, why am I supposed to care about this first one when you've got one here, one in the middle, and one at the end? Which one am I supposed to care about? Right. And the Rumble, now there's two Rumble matches, you know, one for the women, one for the men. Yeah. And that, that one, you can't do a Rumble match every pay-per-view. No. You know, no. the the only exception which they've had, which did work, mm-hmm. but um, was the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. They, you yeah. know, there was, well, it was 60 advertised, I guess only 59. Oh, no, that was like the next time they did a big battle Royal and it was mm-hmm. supposed to be 50 people and it was like 49 or something. Yeah. But the 60 one, because it was 60 people, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, who's the next one? Who's the next one? And then that's when we did get to see, like, um, Aziz. That was the first time we ever saw him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how big he is. And I'm going, man, I can't wait to see him, you know, in, in WWE. And then three years later or four years later, he finally showed up. Yeah. And they misused him, of course. Um, of course. But that was where Titus bit it and slide under the ring. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan, his, his chest looked like, you know, hamburger meat at mm-hmm. the end of it. Um, and there was Chris Jericho. That was like one of his last WWE yeah. appearances. Yeah. Um, and that was a surprise appearance, but I mean, that one was okay, but you can't, that they know you can't do that match all the time either. Right. It's like, y'all know that for that. And I get it, you know, 30 people, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, you can't do that one all the time. Why don't you have that same mentality with Hell in a Cell and yeah. TLC, you know, because, Demolition derbies don't people like watching right. them like once. Yeah. They don't like I've watching been, them every week. Yeah, I've been to a demolition derby uh recently and it's like, yeah, it's once once, but I don't want to go every weekend and watch it. Right. I mean they're fun to watch. It's like, all right. Yeah. Well, okay, we're done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? we're done. Yeah. And you know, Vince never really got there. He just said, Well, they liked it once, we'll just keep pushing, 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 pushing. Yep. After a while, it's no longer unique. Yeah, and it's like, well, if they liked it one time and we keep giving it to them, then we don't have to be very creative and come up with anything else to draw them into the show. Right. We just use the same old gimmick every single time. And people, you know, people get turned off by that. It's just after a while, it's like, no. I'm just very thankful that they haven't brought back the Punjabi prison match again. Oh, God. The last one with Orton and... Jinder Mahal, Mahal actually yeah. entertaining. 
that there one was, was entertaining. Parts, but it was it was hard to watch, and I say that I mean it was literally hard to watch. Well, yeah, the way, of the way the design. Yeah, the way the yeah the way the structure is designed is extremely hard to watch. So I'm I'm with you. I'm glad they didn't bring that back. Um, but this should be pretty interesting. Them dialing back the pay per views and getting away from the gimmick stuff. So I think it's going to make people look forward to the pay per views more because. You can put a TLC match at SummerSlam, or you could put a Hell in a Cell match at the UK pay-per-view, or you know, or whatever, and have an Extreme Rules match at the King of the King of the Ring because the King of the Ring has the tournament, but they also mm-hmm. have other matches as well. So I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Like this is, of course, this is a rumored list of what the pay-per-views are going to be for 2023. So you do have to take that with a grain of salt. So yep. we will have to see. But I think if that's if this is legit, then I think it's a good this very good step in the right direction. Yep. Uh, I mean it, it yeah, I like the list. Yeah, I'd be glad same. to bring back bring back the King of the Ring tournament. And I know Vince did not like tournaments. Um me personally, I love tournaments, but I mean you can't yeah. do them all the time. It's one again. Yeah, you again, can't do it. Yeah, you can't do them all the time, but there are times when it's warranted and like King of the Ring is one of those. Yes, because the King of the Ring means mm-hmm. something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because look, Bret Hart was a two-time winner. Owen Hart, Stone yep. Cold, Triple H. Yep. Uh, well, Mabel, you know, that one didn't work out as well. But <laughs> I mean, there's some that didn't work out as well. You had your Ken Shamrocks and your Billy yeah. Guns and your Mabels. But but it was supposed to be a... Yeah, but it's supposed... King of the Ring was supposed to be your shot up the card. You know, Triple H did it. Um, Brock Lesnar, really did it. Yeah, Edge, Kurt Angle, you know, so you know they can really do wonders for somebody's career if yep. if booked if booked right. If booked right, so yeah. oh, because I'm trying to look at my list of uh, list of stuff. Um, I think that was. Oh, I was going to ask you what you thought about the Bray Wyatt promo. I have not had a chance to watch it yet. It was I interesting. Need um, I need to, but I have I've I've seen that on Twitter that it was very interesting, but I have not had a chance to watch it yet. I'm gonna try to catch it tonight. I've been uh that hangman promo has just consumed yeah. me. So it was like <laughs> that's been my thing here lately. Um, but well the the Bray Wyatt, it it was more of a Wyndham Rotunda. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I did again, see that where people were like, "It's he seems like he was like pouring his heart out." So yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden it, it just went black and got yeah, weird. Yeah, it, it oh, was okay. like, and, it, and he didn't speak again, and then showed it off the air, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Well, well, folks, I guess we'll tune in next week to find out what happened. Yeah, so, same bat time, same bat, same time. bat. Yep, <laughs> SmackDown. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, definitely watch it and let me know what you think. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and if anybody, if you go to at Booking Armchair on Twitter, you can actually see the pictures of me and my son with Jake Roberts with yep. Nick, you know, um, Nicola Roberts. Yeah, that was kind of a wild coincidence. Uh, in fact, since he actually helped train her, that was actually something else. Oh wow! Uh, yep, with Glenn Jacobs, you know, also known as Kane, with Tatanka, mm-hmm. um, and I could put some of the other pictures I just kind of took yeah. while I was there of Luger and Lawler sitting beside yeah. each other and. Um, but yeah, go check that out. You can go check out the rest of our social media. And 
like I said, next Monday and the Monday after that, we won't be recording, but yep. we are still planning on recording on the Thursdays. Absolutely. Yep. So, uh, so hopefully, you know, you won't miss us too bad. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> but until Thursday, my friend. All right. All right. God good bless. Night. God bless.